Coming up next on Passion Struck, the ripple effects of unmattering are profound, shaping not only personal experiences, but also the larger fabric of society. It's paramount that we understand the importance of valuing every person, not solely for the individual's well-being, but as the foundation for a just, inclusive, and unified world. Welcome to Passion Struck. Hi, I'm your host, John R. Miles, and on the show, we decipher the secrets, tips, and guidance of the world's most inspiring people and turn their wisdom into practical advice for you and those around you. Our mission is to help you unlock the power of intentionality so that you can become the best version of yourself. If you're new to the show, I offer advice and answer listener questions on Fridays. We have long-form interviews the rest of the week with guests ranging from astronauts to authors, CEOs, creators, innovators, scientists, military leaders, visionaries, and athletes. Now, let's go out there and become passion struck. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Momentum Friday and episode 359 of Passion Struck, consistently ranked by Apple as one of the top 10 health podcasts in the world and the number one alternative health podcast. And thank you to each and every one of you who come back weekly to listen and learn how to live better, be better, and impact the world. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for joining us here today. Or if you want to introduce it, to a friend or a family member, which we love when you do. We have episode starter packs, which are collections of our fans' favorite episodes that we organize into convenient topics that give any new listener a great way to get acclimated to everything we do here on the show. Either go to Spotify or passionstruck.com slash starter packs to get started. And in case you missed it, earlier in the week, I had on two fantastic guests. The first was Martinez Evans, a man whose life is a testimony to the power of intentionality. Martinez has embarked on a life's mission to make running a sport for everyone, which is fueled by his unwavering commitment to inclusivity and to the empowerment of others. He is the author of the Slow AF Run Club, the ultimate guide to anybody who wants to run. I also interviewed Dr. Evo Brugman, who is a renowned philosopher, management consultant, and author of the groundbreaking book, Paradoxical Leadership. Through his practical methodology and extensive toolkit, Evo unveils how to transform diverse dilemmas into creative solutions and paralyzing polarization into constructive dialogue. Please check both those episodes out. And if you liked them or today's, we would so appreciate it if you gave us a five-star rating and review. Those go such a long way in bringing more people into the Passion Star community where we can teach them the principles of meaning, significance, hope, and provide weekly doses of inspiration. I know we and our guests love to see your feedback. Now, let's talk about today's Momentum Friday episode. In the trailblazing words of philosopher-psychologist William James, from the principles of psychology, if no one turned around when we entered, answered when we spoke, or minded what we did, but if every person we met cut us as dead and acted as if we were non-existing things, a kind of rage and impotent despair would before long well up in us, from which the cruelest bodily torture would be a relief. Through this haunting imagery, James amplifies the torment of being socially invisible. It's not just about physical pain, but the deep emotional scars that come from lacking human connection, from 
not mattering. In last week's solo episode, I embarked on a reflective journey into the essence of mattering, unraveling its intricate tapestry and its pivotal role in weaving the threads of our social and emotional well-being. Today, we plunge into its shadowy counterpart, anti-mattering. In this episode, I'll illuminate the sinister undertoes of unmattering, exploring how its tendrils may insidiously coil around the realms of relationships, workplaces, and communities, asphyxiating our intrinsic need for significance and belonging. By untangling the web of anti-mattering, we aspire to better understand the barriers preventing genuine connection and significance. Join me as we navigate two provocative stories that peel back the layers of anti-mattering's impact. Thank you for choosing Passionstruck and choosing me to be your host and guide on your journey to creating an intentional life now. Let that journey begin. Get ready to supercharge your hiring experience with Indeed, our fantastic partner. We at PassionStruck are all about seeking smarter, more efficient ways to do things, and Indeed perfectly aligns with this philosophy when it comes to hiring. It's more than just a job site. It's a comprehensive platform that revolutionizes the way you find the perfect candidates. With its powerful matching engine and over 350 million global monthly visitors, Indeed streamlines the hiring process, bringing top talent straight to you. No more sifting through endless unqualified resumes. Indeed does the heavy lifting just for you. And what I love about Indeed is its ability to centralize all your hiring activities. From scheduling interviews and screening applicants to messaging candidates, it's all in one place. During my career, I've hired thousands of employees, and I only wish I had Indeed's efficiency and speed back then. And here's a fact that absolutely blows my mind. 93% of employers, according to a recent survey, say Indeed delivers the best quality matches over other job sites. That's quality and speed hand in hand. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash passionstruck. Just go to Indeed.com slash PassionStruck right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash PassionStruck. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know all those discount codes are difficult to remember, so we put them all at PassionStruck.com slash deals. Now, back to PassionStruck. Picture a tranquil suburbia where Sarah resides, a beacon of warmth and amicability. For years, she has been the sunflower in the garden, turning to every voice, smiling at every face, and extending her hand in generosity. Yet, this sunflower felt overshadowed by tall, dense trees of indifference. Neighbors rarely pulled her into their social orbits. Conversations with her dwindled like dying embers, and her voice at community meetings echoed back unanswered. In a bid to weave herself into the communal tapestry, Sarah decided to organize a neighborhood potluck picnic in a local park. She put up flyers, sent out invitations, and hoped that this event would finally help her to forge stronger bonds with her neighbors. However, as the day of the picnic arrived, Sarah noticed something disheartening. While most of her neighbors attended, they formed tight-knit groups, chatting animatedly amongst themselves, seemingly oblivious to her presence. Sarah wandered around the picnic, trying to join conversations, but she often found herself standing on the fringe of these groups, like an outsider looking in. 
As laughter and conversation swirled around, Sarah felt more like a spectator than a participant. People occasionally smiled and made small talk, but their attention soon drifted back to their circles. Sarah couldn't shake the feeling that she was merely a peripheral figure, someone who didn't quite belong. Every attempt to join the merry circles met with fleeting acknowledgments leaving her feeling more adrift. When the day's festivities dimmed with the setting sun, Sarah retreated, nursing a heart heavy with the anguish of invisibility. Her story starkly illustrates how anti-mattering can manifest in everyday life, where individuals like Sarah, despite their best intentions, can feel excluded and undervalued within their communities. Now, let's examine the tale of Emma. Dedicated and sincere, Emma excelled as a customer service representative for a leading tech firm. She wasn't just another voice on the line. She was the human touch that resonated with customers, going above and beyond to address their concerns. However, a shift in the wings of progress saw the company leaning into automation. Designed to enhance efficiency, this system sidelined its most valuable asset, the human workforce. Once at the forefront of client interactions, Emma and her peers now found their roles diminished. The warm, empathetic exchanges, which had been Emma's signature, were replaced by cold, automated responses. The ramifications were immediate. Emma sensed her once electric connection with clients dissolving, replaced by a pervasive feeling of insignificance. It wasn't merely about tasks becoming redundant. It was the erosion of genuine relationships and human essence that once defined her role. The sense of disposability lingered beyond her professional role, shattering Emma's sense of purpose. Her personal fulfillment, deeply rooted in the meaningful bonds that she had built, now seemed a distant memory. Emma felt reduced to a mere cog, replaced in a vast technological machinery. Emma's tale is a poignant reminder. While innovation and efficiency are crucial in a tech-driven world, they shouldn't eclipse the irreplaceable human touch. Regardless of technological advances, the need to be acknowledged, seen, and cherished remains paramount. So with those two potent stories as a backdrop, let's dive into the concept of antimattering. Introduced by Dr. Gordon Flett and his team at York University in Ontario, Canada, the notion of antimattering centers on the feelings of insignificance and invisibility. Their research emphasized that feeling like you don't matter isn't just an absence of mattering, but it's a distinct negative experience in itself. They aim to quantify this sensation and thus develop the anti-mattering scale known as AMS. At its core, anti-mattering implies sense of insignificance, invisibility, or feeling unimportant to others. It's not just about being unnoticed, but feeling that one's presence or contributions are deliberately disregarded and undervalued. Persistent feelings of antimattering can manifest in a myriad of ways, including feelings of isolation, diminished self-worth, and even depression. In contrast, positive feelings of connection and significance, which are evoked by mattering, antimattering conveys a sense of isolation, disregard, loneliness, and unimportance. To quantify and differentiate antimattering from mere feelings of non-belonging or lack of support, Fleet's team developed the antimattering scale. This tool not only provides a measurement, but also dissects anti-mattering into identifiable components, offering a structured lens to view and understand this otherwise intangible experience. Here's a glimpse into the five-item anti-mattering scale, consisting of questions to delve into an individual's perception of their own significance in the eyes of others. The five questions go like this. How much do you feel like you don't matter? How much do you feel like you will never matter to certain people? 
How often have you been made to feel by someone that they don't care about what you think or what you have to say? How often have you been treated in a way that makes you feel like you're insignificant? And lastly, to what extent have you been made to feel like you're invisible? Each item is then evaluated on a scale. For instance, one equals not at all and five equals very much, providing a tangible metric to an otherwise nebulous feeling. Through these introspective queries, the AMS facilitates a deeper understanding and awareness of the instances and intensities of antimattering experiences, paving the way for insightful research and potential interventions. So with that all as a backdrop, let's now take a look at how COVID-19 impacted the silent struggle of antimattering. The COVID-19 pandemic unveiled more than just a health crisis and economic instability. It unmasked the pervasive undertone of antimattering. The sentiment of feeling overlooked and insignificant spread stealthily throughout societies, paralleling the very virus that instigated it. The pandemic protocols, social distancing, lockdowns, quarantines, triggered widespread social isolation. This sudden detachment from the familiar left many feeling lost, undervalued, and invisible. While digital platforms tried to fill the void, they couldn't entirely replace the warmth and depth of in-person interactions. Alarmingly, the pandemic's consequences weren't evenly distributed. Vulnerable groups already on the sidelines found themselves further sidelined, intensifying their feelings of antimattering. They bore the brunt of health impacts, feeling abandoned by the very system that was meant to safeguard them. The economic repercussions only deepened this sense of neglect. As jobs disappeared and financial futures became uncertain, the sensation of not mattering surged. Individuals felt marginalized by the economy and overlooked in recovery initiatives. Furthermore, the abrupt shift to online learning magnified educational inequalities. Those were lacking adequate resources felt cast aside, watching peers progress while they remained trapped behind a widening digital gap. As the virus took lives, it also robbed us of our usual ways to mourn, hope, and defying closure. The collective and yet deeply personal grief intensified feelings of being alone and unheard. Psychologist Gordon Flett captured this sentiment when he observed, due to the pandemic's isolating nature and overwhelming external pressures, feelings of insignificance have become alarmingly commonplace. His observations highlight an imperative. As we navigate the aftermath of COVID-19, addressing the silent, emotional, and psychological toll it's taken on individual self-worth and belonging becomes just as important as healing the invisible scars. Now, in addition to COVID-19, let's look at tech's double-edged sword, which is advancing the rise of antimattering. In the digital age, as technology accelerates, its impact on personal connections and self-worth unfolds with striking complexity. Illustrated by Emma's narrative, modern technologies, ranging from social media to artificial intelligence, cast shadows over our sense of mattering, often leaving individuals feeling sidelined in an ever-expanding digital world. Let's examine some of the ways it's doing so. The first is social media's deceptive promises. Social media platforms appear to bridge distances, enabling us to broadcast our lives globally. But beneath this veneer, they can intensify feelings of obscurity. While we chase virtual validation through likes and shares, genuine human recognition, the kind that truly resonates, can often slip through the cracks. Second, we get caught in an algorithm's web. In the realm of artificial intelligence, algorithms mold our digital footprints. Intended to curate personalized experiences, they often inadvertently narrow our worldviews. Such filter bubbles 
can sideline those whose perspectives veer away from the mainstream, fostering feelings of exclusion. Third, there's the automation paradox. Automation, with its promise of efficiency, brings about challenges in job security. As machines take over routine tasks, the relevance of certain roles dwindles. In fact, McKenzie estimates by 2030, automation could affect up to 30% of the current U.S. workforce, particularly impacting Black and Hispanic workers. Goldman Sachs paints an even starker picture, suggesting a threat to over 300 million jobs globally. Fourth, then there's virtual spaces and the loss of empathy. The digital frontier, while expansive, can be a breeding ground for detached interactions. The cloak of online anonymity often magnifies behaviors like cyberbullying, which amplifies feelings of insignificance. In virtual arenas, the lack of human touch can diminish empathy and understanding. In summary, while the digital revolution heralds unprecedented connectivity, it paradoxically amplifies the challenge of antimattering. As we embrace technological progress, we must also be acutely aware of its human implications. Prioritizing genuine human connections and ethical tech practices ensures a digital world where everyone feels acknowledged, validated, and truly seen. So now that we've looked at the impact of COVID-19, as well as the impact of the digital age on our sense of mattering, let's unveil the four Ds of disconnection. In a world that's tightly woven by technological advances and social networks, the hunger for authentic connection and validation is more palpable than ever. However, contrasting this web of interconnections is the haunting specter of antimattering, creating a dichotomy in our lived experiences. This complex phenomenon unravels into a series of profound consequences aptly termed the four Ds. The first D is personal devaluation. This pertains to an individual's diminishing sense of self-worth. It's the internal narrative where individuals start to question their very significance, relevance, and even their existence in the world. This devaluation is not merely a fleeting sentiment, but can deeply embed itself in one's psyche, influencing thoughts, behaviors, and overall mental well-being. The second D is relational disconnection. The innate desire to form and maintain meaningful relationships is at the core of human existence. Antimattering creates chasms in these connections, leading to feelings of isolation and loneliness. People begin to feel like they're out of sync with those around them, leading to strained personal relationships, a lack of social belonging, and a pervasive feeling of being othered or excluded. The third D is work disengagement. In the professional realm, antimattering manifests as a growing detachment from one's work roles and responsibilities. Individuals may begin to feel that their contributions are inconsequential, fostering a sense of purposelessness. This can result in decreased productivity, lack of motivation, and even a complete withdrawal from one's professional life. And the fourth D is community disintegration. On a macro level, when individuals or groups consistently experience antimattering, there's a ripple effect on the larger community, cohesive community ties begin to unravel, leading to fragmentation. A shared sense of purpose, unity, and mutual respect that binds communities together becomes compromised, making collaboration and collective advancement challenging. In essence, the repercussions of antimattering encapsulated by the four Ds serve as a stark reminder of the importance of fostering environments 
where every individual feels valued, seen, and heard. In an era defined by its connections, it's imperative that these connections are genuine, meaningful, and inclusive. So now that we have gone through the four Ds, let's unpack the ripple effects of how anti-mattering impacts our well-being. While unmattering may not immediately seem like it's a pervasive issue, it can give rise to several challenges and dangers, both on an individual and a society level. I'm going to dive into some of the significant dangers of unmattering. The first is mental and emotional well-being. As demonstrated by the stories of both Sarah and Emma, feelings of insignificance can lead to negative mental health outcomes like anxiety, depression, and reduced self-worth. Constant undertow of feeling unimportant can erode one's emotional equilibrium. Individuals grappling with antimattering often report feelings of sadness, hopelessness, and desolation. Over time, this can culminate in chronic mood disorders. Additionally, the perpetual feeling of being overlooked can result in heightened anxiety especially in social settings, leading to increased alienation. Second, anti-mattering creates social isolation, stemming from the perception that their existence or contributions are trivial. Individuals may retreat from social engagements. Loneliness and isolation have correlated with a myriad of health detriments, spanning from cardiovascular issues to impaired immune functioning to suicidal tendencies. Third, there are physical health consequences. The link between emotional and physical health is well-established. Persistent emotional distress, like that stemming from antimattering, can lead to sleep disturbances, reduced immune function, and a heightened risk for various ailments. Additionally, the stress with feeling perpetually undervalued can manifest in somatic symptoms, such as headaches, gastrointestinal problems, as well as fatigue. Fourth, antimattering can cause issues with self-perception and self-worth. Repeated experiences of antimattering can influence how one perceives themselves. If consistently made to feel unimportant by peers, friends, or family, individuals might internalize these external cues, resulting in dwindling self-esteem and a compromised self-concept. This altered self-view can influence every decision that they make, from career choices to personal relationships. Fifth, antimattering impacts social interactions and relationships. Given that antimattering originates from perceptions of social neglect, it's not surprising that it profoundly impacts one's social interactions. Individuals may withdraw from social situations, fearing further instances of exclusion or marginalization. Relationships can become strained, especially if one party doesn't feel like they matter to the other. And then there's number six. Anti-mattering impacts coping mechanisms and resilience building. In the face of these challenges, many individuals develop coping mechanisms, both adaptive and maladaptive. While some might channel these feelings into productive avenues, like art or community service, others might resort to substance abuse or other self-destructive behaviors as an escape. Recognizing the signs and seeking support early on can make a world of difference. Further, societal structures and cultural pressures intensify the quest for significance. The drive to ascend societal ladders can sometimes induce depressive or aggressive tendencies. Marginalized communities that are seeking a renewed sense of significance might align with ideologies that promise validation, even if they are xenophobic or nationalistic in nature. In essence, understanding and addressing the intricate web of antimattering is paramount in our journey towards a more empathetic, inclusive, and cohesive world. So now that I've gone through all the implications of antimattering, let's address the challenge of antimattering head on. And before I dive into this topic, let me just tell you that last week in episode 356, I did a deep dive into ways that you can foster the power of mattering in your life. A shift in mindset and proactive efforts are required 
combat the negative impacts of antimattering. First, we need to value the individual. This starts with recognizing and affirming each person's unique worth. Simple acts of acknowledgement, such as active listening or expressing gratitude, can go a long way in making individuals feel valued. Second, create inclusive environments. In communities and workplaces, fostering an environment where everyone feels that they belong and have a voice is paramount. This involves cultivating spaces where diverse opinions are encouraged and respected. Third, we need to be mindful about technological advancements. As in Emma's case, technology should be a complement, not to replace human interaction. Finding a balance between efficiency and maintaining the human touch is essential. Fourth, we need to empower voices. Encourage platforms where individuals can express their feelings, concerns, and needs. When people feel that they have an avenue to be heard, it combats feelings of insignificance. And then lastly, fifth, champion mental health. Recognize the signs of mental distress resulting from feelings of unimportance. Ensure that resources such as counseling and support are readily available for those who need it. I have given you a huge download today on antimattering, so let me summarize this and bring it home for you. Antimattering, though a relatively novel term, encapsulates a feeling that's ages old. As society continues to evolve in an era of digital communications and viral interactions, understanding and addressing feelings of insignificance becomes paramount. The way forward is to build digital and physical environments that foster inclusivity, recognition, and validation. For in the act of making someone feel like they matter, we strengthen the fabric of our collective humanity. The ramifications of antimattering are multifaceted, affecting individual and collective well-being. It not only erodes social cohesion, but also undercuts the very foundations of equity and harmony, creating a breeding ground for division and polarization. When systemic inequalities persist and certain demographics are continuously sidelined, it perpetuates a milieu that undermines equitable principles, making a harmonious society even more elusive. Acknowledging mattering is not only pivotal for individual well-being, but also essential for sculpting a harmonious, balanced society. In this digitally woven era, understanding and alleviating feelings of insignificance is not merely imperative. It is the very foundation to our collective advancement. I hope you all enjoyed today's show, and I wanted to thank everyone who wrote in this week, and especially those who listened to today's episode. Links to the transcript for today's episode will be in the show notes. Videos are on YouTube at both John R. Miles and Passion Struck Clips. Advertiser deals and discount codes are in one convenient place at passionstruck.com slash deals. I have some exciting news that my brand new book, Passion Struck, 12 powerful principles that will help you unlock your purpose and create your most intentional life is now ready for pre-order. Links will be in the show notes or you can go to anywhere where you purchase books. I'm at John R. Miles on all the social platforms and you can also sign up for my newsletter at either johnrmiles.com or passionstruck.com. You're about to hear a preview of the Passion Struck podcast interview that I did with Dr. Gabrielle Lyon who's an acclaimed medical practitioner, author, and the founder of the Institute for Muscle-Centric Medicine. We discuss her new book, Forever Strong, a new science-based strategy for aging well. Growth comes from cultivation, not comfort. And oftentimes when we hear stories like how you used to be, you were much more comfortable in the grind because everything else is foreign. The calmness, the steadiness, the capacity, each season has positives and negatives. At the end of the day, though, I truly believe that the actions and the person that we are today will show us the person we are going to be in the future. And that it's the actions and the discernment of thought on a daily basis 
that truly cultivates the individual's trajectory. And you do have to become deeply intentional. Remember that we rise by lifting others. So share this show with those that you love. And if you found today's episode on Unmattering Useful, then please share it with those who could use our words of advice. In the meantime, do your best to apply what you hear on the show so that you can live what you listen. Now, go out there this week and become passion struck. Passion struck.